Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda's in Zephyr A, and I'm in Zephyr B. This is season 30 for me and season 26 for Amanda. And this is day 21 of season 98. Our first question asks, what kind of creature tormented the Baskerville family in a novel from 1889? Uh, This was the Hound of the Baskervilles. Indeed. Probably the most famous Sherlock Holmes title. Indeed. So, yeah. Hound. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as I saw Baskerville, I was like, this is going to be about Sherlock Holmes, right? If you can forgive me for saying a trivia question is Pavlovian, (laughs) uh, when it's a dog or a hound. Um, I did put hound because that is, of course, the famous title of the story, um, but it appears... Uh, that, and again, I have no additional logic or strategy or anything to offer you. I've heard of the Hound of the Baskervilles. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what I put down. And that was the correct answer. Dog or hound. Indeed. Question two asks us for an emo pop group that shares its name with a comic book sidekick from The Simpsons. Well, speaking of Pavlovian uh, <laughs> trivia responses... Um, this is one that is either by osmosis or possibly sexually transmitted. <laughs> <laughs> if we can say that on the, we'll put an adult content warning on the mm-hmm. podcast. Um, but this is Fallout Boy, because yeah. I, which I, I'm not sure if I didn't have you in my life if I would know this question quite so well as I do. Um, but I know they are a favorite of yours, mm-hmm. and I know the origin of their name, and um, I've certainly watched the Simpsons episodes that feature. This character, so um, I put down Fallout Boy with yep. quickness. Yep, sidekick of Radioactive Man. Right. Uh, and I believe it was yesterday, might have been today, was I think the 30th anniversary of the original airing of the episode where Radioactive Man uh, cries out, The goggles, they do nothing! Ah! <laughs> so, so this, this one is... Kind of a kind of an anniversary edition question, but yes, it's Fallout Boy, and the only question I had was, is it spelled as two words or three? Ah, because that is apparently a uh, a source of some controversy for both the band and the character. Oh, okay. And and that's kind of why is there there have been various uh, versions of each that were very clearly three words, mm-hmm. and various versions that probably were closer to two words. Fallout. Huh. And boy, versus fall out boy, which is the answer that is officially presented. Three words. Yes, uh, that is of course correct, and I, I did uh, spell it with the additional space in Fallout because uh, I. That's how I've always seen the band name spelled. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've mostly seen the character with the first word being the uh, compound of fall and out, but you know. Punctuation and such don't matter. I'm, I'm sure that that will be the case in this uh, match day as well. Yep. Uh, question three asks us to identify a term that appears to various types of theater productions, essentially, and uh, originates from the Greek for song, now applies to any work of sensational action and plausible events and exaggerated theatricality. So it was just that very last part that nailed this one down for me. I think I might have uh-huh. eventually figured it out because I 
I think I might have remembered uh, that the Greek for song is mellow, melos, mm, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but the exaggerated theatricality and emotion brought to mind the melodrama. Sure. And then I kind of applied it back to the other one like, yeah, okay, that, that kind of makes sense. So, yeah, we'll say melodrama. Okay. Yeah, this one um, I went at mostly from the language angle because I, you know, it didn't immediately jump out at me. And so, uh, you know, first I was trying to think of a, a term that would stem from the word music itself, but I'm like, that's right there in the question. It can't be just a, a musico something or other. Um, and so it didn't take long for it to occur to me, well, like, another, what are other terms for music, songs, that kind of thing, uh, and melodies came to mind. Mm. So I thought, oh, um, right, right. right, melodrama would make sense um it, it just kind of clicked in for me like that um you know kind of nice to see something that you can you can know on the face of it or you can kind of uh work your way into in that classic learned league style um that seemed uh you know just, i i couldn't think of another thing that well no i should say the first thing that popped to mind i forgot about this was farce but i thought mm, i can't okay think of how that would derive from the greek for song hence i i tried to you know pull some more possibilities out of the the nooks and crannies so um but yes once i lit on melody and the link to melodrama then i thought that yeah that sounds about right for um you know the the dramatic emotions and the the dickensian or um you know, improbable plots, that kind of thing. Um, so I put down melodrama as well. And that was the correct answer. Question four asks us for the name of either a fish or a Florentine painter. Right. Uh, and in notes, the painter was named for his reddish hair and dark skin and or dark skin, um, which kind of helped uh, clinch things for me at the end. Now, this is an interesting one where uh, a uh, perhaps well-known in the trivia community Facebook friend of mine just came back from a an enjoyable trip to France and talked about having a, a slightly amusing conversation with a waiter there who was offering her loup de mer, uh, which was not a term for a fish that she had heard before in French. And so she asked for clarification and he explained, oh, this is, uh, you know, European sea brass or bronzino. Um, you know, so that, that clarified things. Um, she posted a picture of the dish, I think. Um, and it has kind of a bronzy color to the skin of the fish, you know, that all kind of clicked together. Um, and that made sense along with the um, Italian painter as well. I was pretty sure there was a, a painter of that name, you know, changing a letter. Um, and basically uh, that all hung together well enough, but it also triggered just the kernel of a memory that we also recently, I swear, and maybe I saw it and you didn't, I'm not sure, um, I, I recently watched a TV show where someone was talking about, uh, going on dates, like 
through an online dating, you know, website or whatever app, um, where for whatever reason they dated a lot of, I don't know, tech bros or something like that and talked about they, how they had just eaten just a lot of Branzino as a result, because it's kind of the trendy, you know, mild white fish to, um, to use in upscale cuisine kind of dishes. And, and it's going to torment me perhaps for the rest of my life. Trying to remember what scene from what show that was. Dear listeners, if you have any clues, <laughs> skeet at us or something, because my goodness, I may go to my grave wondering what was the show where they talked about too much Bronzino. Um, and, and so that's just a plea for assistance um, on the way to telling you that truly it was this friend's anecdote that, that had this fresh in my mind, um, particularly for this, this second name of Loup de Mer, which of course is like Sea Wolf, um, particularly. So I was pretty darn sure this was Bronzino. I don't remember that TV show. I wasn't involved in the other conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I've ever heard of either of these. Uh, I don't know. I might have sure. read about the painter at some point. So, mm -hmm. uh, so all I could go on was the reddish hair. And I thought, wasn't there a, an artist named like Titian? Yes. Uh, who was named that because of his red hair? Yes. So there you go. That's what it, this should be. Mm -hmm. And the fish should be Tischl or possibly Bishon or something like that. But, Titian Fishin. Yeah. I guess it's a vowel different, so it's Toshin is the fish. <laughs> so yeah, I, I had no idea. Uh, I, I, I could not get at this from anything other than the, or from, from either the artist or the food angle, mm. uh, other than possibly it was Titian. And I felt like that was probably incorrect just because the, uh, the Italian name for the fish would probably end in a vowel. Mm. But true. Other than, like I, I briefly thought it was Tintoretto. Was that another thing like mm -hmm. that? But mm -hmm. then I thought that seemed more. That, that seemed less like red or bronzed or whatever. So uh. or dark skin. So I kind of tossed that one back in the in the water and went with Titian. <laughs> the correct answer was Bronzino. Uh -huh. That is one that I'm gonna. I probably. Or perhaps I misassigned the points to. I, I put a three on it for both uh, Rundles. Um, but I don't know how salient of a thing it will be for people. Anyway, uh, question five asks us to name uh, one of the two U.S. congresspersons who's represented Harlem since 1945 and through to about 2017. Uh, so I couldn't grasped this at first and then i thought charles Rangel. that's a that's mm. a guy i know who was like a new york city congressman for a long time mm. um but i my my brain kept telling me no that guy was from brooklyn oh. so no it's, it's got to be somebody else i could so i tried thinking okay well who who might have been the one from 1945 through 1971 and i couldn't pin that down at all just couldn't think of anything i tried to think well was it a uh was it a non-black uh person who nonetheless was representing harlem and might have been notable for that mm. that didn't ring any bells either um 
And I just kept coming back to Wrangell, even though I was thinking, oh, I can swear that's Brooklyn. But for lack of anything else, and I tried to think, okay, who might have lost in 2017 or, or 2016 election, notably? Because that's how the math figured out that he, uh, the, 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 the latter of them, left office in 2017. Uh, was there anybody who died in that time from Congress that I could remember? Not that I, you know, or otherwise resigned. I was like, well, 2017, there's a lot of air being taken out of the, out of the political room by the president. And I mm. might not, I might have just not noticed uh, that a congressperson died or resigned from Harlem. But no, I just I just couldn't come up with anything. Um, I, I briefly thought, was this the guy that uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez beat? And I thought, no, because that was later. That was like 2018. Uh, the midterm election that she uh, primaried out that guy. And I didn't think that was Harlem either. Um, so I, I just, for lack of anything else, I sort of reluctantly put Wrangle because that was who I could think of. That was, that was who was fitting in my head in that spot, even though it didn't quite fit. Yeah, this one... Um just would not I could not get any purchase on this one um as I thought about it and thought about it through the day um when I wasn't being tormented by Bronzino um and I you know honestly I it's one of those things that's too broad a category somehow like long career representatives mm -hmm. you know I could think of like senators like Moynihan for example um, but I was pretty sure he was a senator, um, versus a, a long lasting representative during either of these times. Um, and so, uh, I just, you know, thought and thought and nothing would trip this for me. Like the, it's, it's definitely a pretty yuckyoid question. I don't think there's a, um, a different way into this that I can detect, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I could not make my brain spit out the category of just representatives from New York, apart from someone like AOC, who I'm pretty sure that's not her district. Um, and I'm, you know, I don't know that those, I mean, the date might line up with that, but, um, it doesn't matter because she's not the person like she wasn't there since 1970. Uh, so I just, I put down instead of a lucky Johnson, a lucky Jackson, because I <laughs> thought maybe, you know, that's a pretty common name. And I just, and I know we already had a lucky Johnson question in this, Reasonable, yeah. uh, uh, season. So yeah, uh, that's what I went with. Just a random guess. Amazingly. One of them was Chuck Rangel. Very good. The other was Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Right. Uh, who I kind of dimly remember, but I did not realize was that early, like 45 mm. to 70. I didn't, didn't, I, I had thought he was a much more recent figure. Okay. Um, I don't know why, um, but yeah. So he's, he's got an interesting uh, family not history, but kind of post him. Mm, I encourage you to okay. look it up on Wikipedia and track your way through his descendants. Right. Kind of amusing. It was indeed. Um, and he, uh, by the way, the person who did succeed Wrangle 
was Adriano Espaillat. Okay. Who I don't know of, but he was the first uh, Dominican, I believe, to mm, be elected okay. to Congress. Um, I, so. I believe an aide of Wrangell. Okay. Uh, I, I believe was essentially the chosen successor. I could be wrong. Could be. But, uh, uh, I, I didn't get into that level of detail yeah. to see. Um, what's interesting to me about this question is... Uh, the neighborhood of Harlem has been in multiple different districts oh, over yeah. time. So yeah, uh, uh, you couldn't really put down the district name or yeah. something like that. It had to be that mm-hmm. common thread of, I guess, this neighborhood has been in, mm-hmm. you know, the same representative's uh, constituency right. for that whole time, Yeah, which it, is interesting. Yeah, I don't know about Powell, but I know Wrangell uh, in particular moved around uh, a number of times in his career. Uh, I moved around in the sense of you know his his district shifted mm-hmm. uh, and and yet the 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 core of it was always Harlem right so yeah so there we have that uh, question six asks us what are what is uh, the thing that various <laughs> versions of are named I hate having to come across these <laughs> backwards but okay let's just cut that whole part come around again. I'm just going to say, question six tells us Formula Rasa, King Ka, Red Force, Smiler, the Beast, Goliath, and Fujiyama are what? Are all popular what? Which yes. is, was actually a pretty big help to me uh, with this question um, because, you know, the kinds of things that come to mind with these sort of extreme sounding names, um, you know, are things like wrestlers... But I know that, that you know, that none of mm. these rang <clears throat> particularly sang to me as definitely being wrestlers. Or what about monster trucks? But, like, mm-hmm. how do I even tell what a popular monster truck is? How would I know? How would that be measured? Mm-hmm. Um, and similarly, I had for a while landed on BattleBots because mm. I thought okay. these okay. names sound a lot like those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm certain there are... There's one named Goliath, and there's one named the Beast, and I wouldn't be surprised about Fujiyama, Smiler, Formula Rosa, whatever. Um, so that was kind of sitting in my mentally in my answer box uh, for a while there. But I had that same thought of like, how would I know which ones would be considered popular versus the other ones on the show? Like that didn't, you know, there would be no like measuring stick for their popularity. Um, and so I thought, well, this has to be something that gets some kind of objective measurement of popularity in the sense of viewers or attendance or tickets or, you know, something that you could kind of um, compare and contrast popular versus not. Um, then I re-looked at all of these names and you see things like Formula Rosa, which sounds like a fast car. King Ka sounds really big and powerful. Uh, Red Force sounds fast again and, um, you know, just exciting. Uh, Smiler? I was kind of like, I don't know about that. That doesn't really fit in with the rest. But the Beast, something big. Goliath is something big. Fujiyama is a big mountain. So that in particular got me thinking of, you know, big things and going fast or high things and going fast, like tall things. Oh, that sounds like a roller coaster. If you're, you know, Red Force definitely sounds like something I would name a roller coaster. 
Um, I feel like I've probably been on roller coasters called the Beast or possibly Goliath. Um, those those sort of clicked for me, and I figure some of these must be from other countries because I don't like recognize King Daka as like an American thing. Uh, I guess Formula Rosa sounds like it's maybe an Italian amusement park ride kind of thing. Uh, Fujiyama could be in Japan, um, and so that kind of made sense to me as something that could be popular, that you could tell how many people had ridden it, how many tickets people had bought to go to the park to, you know, do whatever. Um, and so I thought that's, that makes sense. That, that could be the big attraction at a park that, you know, you definitely would know probably numbers of riders per day and that kind of thing. So, um, with all that in mind, I thought, yeah, the picture that this paints for me is of roller coasters. Uh, one thing you said in your, uh, thoughts was actually the always dumb reason that I know this. <laughs> it's about wrestling. Uh-huh. There was a, a short-lived wrestling promotion in India, uh, decade, decade and a half ago, thereabouts, uh, called Ring Ka King, oh. which I believe is Hindi for King of the Ring. Okay. So that and it was, uh, it, it kind of had some partnerships with some of the indie promotions in the U.S. and uh, was pushed by a couple of wrestlers who'd been famous in WWF, WWE at the time. Okay. Um, and that name just always kind of stuck in my mind uh, as an interesting uh, name for that sort of endeavor. Mm-hmm. And at some point I came across the name King Daka. Oh. And that stuck right next to that, in, in, you know, <laughs> adjoining synapses. Sure. Um, and I, at some point I had to look it up and find out what it was. And it's a roller coaster in New Jersey. Oh. Uh, great, uh, great America. Six Flags? Six, uh, yeah. Well, what's what's now Six Flags. Okay. Um, uh, and I, I think the, the, the theme is a snake, King Daka. Sure. Um, so... So yeah, I looked that up at some point and that stuck in my mind and those two neurons are right next to each other. So <laughs> so yeah, as soon as I saw that, I said, oh, these are roller coasters. And I looked at the other ones and I, they all seemed kind of like, yeah, okay, these could be roller coasters. Sure, absolutely. Why not? But I'm I'm dead certain that that's what King Daka is. Okay. So roller coaster. That was the correct answer. Whew. So I think that left us both with five out of six. Yep. Five on the day. So yeah. yeah, I don't I I wish I uh had pulled the one, but I if I really had taken the approximately eight thousand years it would have taken for me to come <laughs> up with twenty congressperson names that might fit, I think Wrangle would have been <laughs> low on the list even uh as I looked at them. So uh, I think I more or less maxed it out here. I've it's not that I haven't heard of Chuck Wrangle. It's mm-hmm. he's been around a long time and was, uh, you know, duly famous. But uh, there's just too many congresspersons yep. to really narrow the field in Especially some way. Ones. Yeah. yeah, and New York neighborhoods is not going to do it for me because I don't live there. Yep. So, so good on you for pulling that one. Even if I didn't think I had. <laughs> well, that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post game analysis. Follow Learned Lag with all the vowels, now on Blue Sky. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.